Hey listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! Welcome to the history of everything. Sweet. I thought you were just gonna be boring. I was. I was. I almost did, and then I was just like, mm, do a little something. Yeah, let's let's be fun. Let's be. Let's talk about CFs. Well, hi, Miss Terry. Well, hi, Miss Melinda. How are you? I am super excited because you're doing our episode An today. Episode, yes. I don't I, even know what it's about. I'm very excited about this. Um, I think this is might be the first surprise. Or no, did the, did you know the last two what I was doing? I don't think I did know. Okay. I, we had talked about ideas, but we hadn't yeah. like okay. said for sure. Well, this one is a, a rabbit hole one for sure. It's something that I'm super interested in just because of the complexity of it and how it's, it's a lot more than what we as a society kind of view it. But I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know... Or remember where you were on August 11th, 2022. Well, that wasn't too long ago. No. Do you remember? Wait, wasn't that like five days ago? Does the date stick out? Yeah, what day is today? Today is August... 20th? Yep. It's nine days ago. Do you remember... Do you remember... Anything specific oh, shoot. about nine days ago? I'm probably supposed to. <laughs> no, maybe not. Nothing nothing sticking out? No. I was just really busy at work. All right. Mr. Tommy Lee. Oh, I do remember now. Yes, I do remember now. Posted a full frontal. Yes. Of himself. Yes. With the caption, oops. Yes. Onto, I'm not sure where it started first. Instagram, Facebook, uh... Twitter, not sure where it went first. It was mm-hmm. up for several hours. Mm-hmm. It was a full frontal of him and his, what most accounts, you know, anytime I try to look up something about, you know, Tommy Lee, it talks about him having a huge hog. So it was a picture of him and his hog. Okay. Otherwise, his penis. Correct. Um, very nice photo. <laughs> I've shared that photo, I don't know how many times. Right. I was able to get a grab of it before they took it down. Um, I only feel okay about it because Mr. Tommy Lee doesn't seem to care. Right. Oh, no. He shows his, his wang off. Yes. Um, um, but, so, as of the first question, when I said, where, you know, do you remember where you were on August 11, 2022? I remember exactly where I was when you sent me the picture. You do? Okay. Yes. Yes. Because I was at um, our employee health um, doctor's office because I had to get fitted for a mask for my N95, N95 mask yeah. and so I was sitting in the waiting room waiting and you were like look at this and I was like I hope nobody behind me is looking at my phone and yes it was well I anytime I sent it I would ask someone hey do you want to see something <laughs> right <laughs> there's something I'd like you to see um, but I want to do it consensually because people yeah don't like unsolicited dick pics especially when you're not expecting it yes and we were just my daughter and I who's an adult we were talking about dick pics and stuff like that the night before literally the night before (laughs) and um we were joking about how it's like they're just not they're just not appealing yeah it's just like and and the same thing i don't know why someone would want just spread legs of a vagina either i don't you know i mean i get it some people find things more attractive you know uh 
and what I've never been a fan of, of a dick pic. Right. Literally the next morning. So that was on August 10th. Okay. So on August 11th, <laughs> when I opened up Facebook and saw what I saw, I waited until she woke up and said, I have to send you a picture of something. Have you been on Facebook yet? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I said something last night about not wanting dick pics. There is an exception to every rule. Um, I, was, I was pleased. You're like, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. So keep it up, Tommy Lee. All right. But now how about... Let's go back to February of 1995. Do you remember where you were? I got married the first time in February of 1995. February 1995? Yeah. Well, you know who else got married in February of 1995? No. Tommy Lee and Pamela? Get out of here. Yes, they did. After, after knowing each other for four days, it was a okay. very quick whirlwind, love at first sight, mm. romance. They got married, um, and they were then on their honeymoon on a houseboat okay. where they recorded the honeymoon video okay uh where they are having sex now, interesting their private life they're doing their thing they're recording what they they would record everything they like to be naked they like to be you know um into each other mm -hmm. not you know for mm -hmm. lack of better words mm -hmm. and so that was happening mm -hmm. this tape would become a famous if not the most famous sex tape ever okay um by a celebrities okay um, it is the first celebrity sex tape to go viral wow now thinking back on it now it's just like well that's easy but back then in 95 that was not easy for that to happen for something like right. that to go viral because and really what you had to do was you had to forget it in the vcr that you rented from blockbuster mm -hmm. and then when you returned your vcr to blockbuster yeah the next person to rent it was like oh Someone left a tape in here. Right. Let's right. see what this yes. is. Boom. Viral. Yes. So it's like not everybody had the internet. Correct. Not everybody even knew what the internet was. Nope. Or what a website was. Um, nope. I remember I was in college. I remember going to a computer lab and it being the biggest thing in the world that I was able to go to this website, the, probably the very first website I'd ever been on. Just, mm -hmm. And it was about finding things in movies like bloopers in movies or things gotcha. they forgot. Yeah, like, or Easter eggs. So, yeah, in the, that kind of a yeah. thing. So it was like, you know, you see um, uh, Brad Pitt in um, Legends of the Fall. Mm -hmm. um, and he's riding his horse to the edge of a cliff and back. Uh -huh. It was kind of like his, it was, it was like a dangerous thing for him to do. He'd okay. ride it to the cliff and then stop. And he'd go back and he'd ride it to the cliff again. Okay. Well, there's a traffic cone that pops up oh, in sure. one of the scenes. So it's just stuff like that. So yep. that's my, that's how I remember it the first time actually learned getting on the web and gotcha. just thinking then this is pretty amazing you can th yeah this is kind of cool did i know it was going to become what it become absolutely not right um and even people as popular and famous and rich as pamela anderson and tommy lee they did they had no idea mm -mm. either but this was something that they recorded on a, on a video camera in their you know home and i believe not in their home but you know for their private collection, I guess. And I believe the type of uh, video camera they were using wasn't something that was readily available to everybody. Oh. So if someone came across the tape, they'd have to find somebody that could play this tape because gotcha. not everybody had. It was from the future. I feel like that that's what it okay. was. That it wasn't the other way because I think they would have had a, an easier time. It wasn't the big one we had where you could eject the entire VCR tape right. and put it right into your VCR from the camera. I don't believe it. No, it was a small, it was a small one. Okay. Like, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Must be nice to be rich. Right? Yeah. Well, even the rich 
unfortunately mm. get taken. So, mm-hmm. so before we talk about the sex tape itself, I want to go take a step back. Okay. Go way back, not into the 1800s or anything like that. <laughs> not that far back in history, but I want to find out who exactly are Pam and Tommy. Let's okay. do it. So let's start with Pamela Anderson. She was born July 1st, 1967. That makes her 57 or 55 years old now. Um, her, her dad's name was Barry. He was a furnace repairman. Oh, okay. Um, and then Carol was a waitress. She was born in, and grew up in Ladysmith, British Columbia, which is Canada. So mm-hmm. she's Canadian-American now. Um, and uh, her net worth now is about $20 million. Okay, and I'm bringing that up for a couple of reasons. So, okay, so let's just remember that. Right now, 2022 is estimated to be around 20 million, okay. which I'd love to be worth it around 20 million. Um, <clears throat> she graduated from school um, and then started a like as a fitness instructor in '88. So really? she's doing that, yeah. Hmm. And then in '89, she was at a BC Lions Canadian Football League game okay. in Vancouver. She was wearing Labatt's t-shirt. Okay. Um, and the Jumbotron caught her. Okay. That is what started it. Okay. So she um, was discovered. Labatt said, spokesmodel, we want you right away. There were, they called her the Blue Zone Girl because they were in the Blue Zone mm-hmm. of the thing. And mm-hmm. her boyfriend at the time, I think they were engaged maybe, um, he ended up becoming kind of famous for making a poster called her the blue zone girl um labats hired her right away they had they just had to have her wow um and you know pretty much hired on the spot after that playboy was like we need you mm-hmm. so they had been asking for a while she turned down because she says that she's very i'm not saying she says like i don't believe her i'm okay. like she calls herself a very shy person okay now you might look at her and say, well, you don't look too shy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the, the things that people don't understand about mm-hmm. somebody that poses right. nude or um, uses her or their body to an advantage as far as like their career. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they've got um, all this extroverted kind of thing. Right. She was more, more of an introvert. <laughs> yep. um, she was confident you know, yeah. in, in her in her body and everything like that. But she was not just real flashy. Got it. Um, so it took her a while. Well, when I say a while, it was in 1990 she had her first centerfold. But it took them some mm-hmm. potting um, <laughs> to get her to leave Canada to come do this um, the centerfold for Playboy. Okay. She actually, I in one of her interviews, um, she tells a story about how she almost didn't make it to the U.S. because she needed to have a visa. A oh. visa. So she went through customs. She said it was the first time she'd ever been on a plane. So wow. they're going through her bags, going through customs. They find the Playboy letterhead. Uh-huh. And she says, well, I'm going down there to do a photo shoot. And they're yeah. like, no, you're not. You don't have a work visa. Oh, go, go away. you got to get your stuff together. Yeah. So she said what she did was she went to a bathroom. She changed, put a hat on, <laughs> and then went to a different airline and the same person shut up was there i guess they'd been kind of tailing her yeah they were like listen this isn't gonna work because she'd even ripped up the letterhead she was oh my god you know and um that so then she calls him and says listen if we're gonna do this we gotta do it legit so you gotta you know Mm -hmm. give me the work visa get that going so Mm -hmm. she went there um (laughs) 
it was after that that she had her breasts enlarged. She okay. was a 34C. She went to a 34D. Mm. Um, she was. She says that she was pretty self-conscious being at the Playboy Mansion and seeing all these very voluptuous women. Mm-hmm. Um, she was all natural, and you know they said to her, "Well, we've had plastic surgery." So she thought about it. Um, she had really good support from her parents, her mom especially, um, and so she went up to a 34D. Um, and then several years later, she increased to a double D, but, um, her career at Playboy went, it spanned 22 years. Wow. So we've talked about her in Playboy. Right. And we know that she is, and you had mentioned before when we did the the episode Mm -hmm. about Playboy, that she has the most covers. Right. Which is 14. Yep. For, um, any play, playmate. Um, in 1991, she got her first, like, TV acting gig. Do you know what it was? Baywatch. No. Oh. Then I don't know what it is. Home Improvement. Shut up. She was a tool girl. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And she was on for the first two seasons. Okay. And then somebody took over for her, but she did that. Okay. Um, in 1992, she got her second. Baywatch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and they had been trying for a long time to get her. Okay. And um, when she finally showed up for an audition, they were like, oh, well, you're hired. Like, she didn't have to audition. They were like, you're the one we want. Yeah. So she became CJ Parker on Baywatch. Fun fact, never seen an episode in my life. Really? Never, not even one episode. I don't know that I've sat there an entire episode, yeah. but I've seen clips and... Yeah. Yeah, but I was well, never... Well, and the thing is, <laughs> about it is, and not, not for any reason, just, I mean, you know, you know how I feel about the ocean. Yes. I'm not big on nope. that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think about how, you know, so many scenes, I've seen a lot of scenes, obviously, okay. and, and are her running on the beach. Yeah. And oh, her yeah. and other people running on the beach, too, but her running on the beach, her being wet. Yep. You know, her yeah. walk, you know, them getting shots of her walking away from the camera. So it's, you know, butt crack shots. Yep. All these different kinds of things. I'm like, can you imagine? Do you remember ER? Yes. Do you, can you imagine if during an episode of ER, they would take breaks to show George Clooney changing out of right. his scrubs and taking a shower and lather? It's just like, right. it's so one-sided yeah. and stuff like that. But, and I'm not saying, we got Jason Momoa, who was also on Baywatch. I'm right. sure... You know, David Hasselhoff, I'm sure people were very excited to see them emerge from the water all glistening and whatever. But yeah. I do think that um, they pretty much... I think it's a rare um, talent to be able to tell a good story and also make it eye candy at the same time. Yeah. Because I think usually you get one or the other. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I didn't... I wasn't a Baywatch fan. I didn't follow the show. So I don't know how good the story was, but right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Like, you know, part of you is kind of like, do we have to see her ass all the time? Yes. And then other people are like, we do need to right. see her ass right. all the time. And and how many takes do we have to do of Perry Anderson's butt crack? Right. You know what I mean? You know, got to get the lighting just right, just enough sand. She, she did it and obviously was, you know, made her, helped make her very successful. And so she was on Baywatch from... Baywitch. 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 That's a whole other Bewitched. show. Baywatch. Um, 92 to 97. Um, then she was in a, a show called VIP hmm. from 98 to 2002. And a show stacked, which I can only assume it has to do. I, you know, I have to look into it. I don't know. I'm betting it's stacked, a I think about boobs. pancake restaurant. Maybe it is. Maybe she worked Maybe at 
at IHOP, but well, they called it Stacked. And in one of her interviews, she did work in a like she did work for a place selling pancakes. Stacked. And, you know, back in the day. So I don't know. Um, for movies, '94, Raw Justice. These are just a few of them because she has been in, in you know, uh, like little cameos and different kinds of things. '96 mm-hmm. uh, was Barbed Wire, which was okay. That I remember. That's the one that yeah, most people know. In 2003. Um, she did. She was in Scary Movie three. Okay. Um, then a couple other things like 2010 and 2012. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, a lot of people know about her, um, and I feel like she gets kind of made fun of for her um, activism. Um, you know, people. Did you not know? No. no. Oh wow. Okay. I know. So hmm. Peta. Oh. She is a very very big activist probably the most famous really um face for PETA so she is completely against any animal cruelty at all she won't even be in a film if there's an an animal in a film oh wow a dog in a film because she feels like they're not treated properly Mm -hmm. um you know we might think oh these are rich and famous dogs right but she is uh very outspoken about that she has uh written two autobiographies and four novels oh in 2006, she was um, inducted um, to the, I guess inducted is the right word, for the Canadian Walk of Fame. Oh. So she's very, very famous. Okay. I'm surprised that they didn't do it sooner than that. Yeah, right. You know. Um, now, something not so great about her was that, um, unfortunately for her history, was that she did suffer sexual abuse from the ages of 6 to 14, mm-hmm. ranging from female babysitter that raped her for mm-hmm. several years. Um uh, she was raped at the age of 12 mm. by like a 25 year old and then um, when she was 14 she had a boyfriend and him and his friends gang raped her oh. so she's had you know she had been some trauma it. there um, and so that's another reason why she's uh, now, now these days she's helping out more with like people having a voice and speaking up she's been married six times okay when asked, she doesn't really know how many times she's been engaged. She's been engaged a lot of times. She admits that she loves to be married. She loves weddings. Mm-hmm. She loves love and she loves romance and she falls very fast. Um, but, and she's not very, she's not apologetic about it. She's just like, this is how it is. You yep. Know? So her first marriage was in 95 to Tommy Lee. We'll talk about that. Um, 2006, she was married to Kid Rock. Okay. I, that's who I picture her with. Yeah, Kid Rock. Yeah. 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 Um, in 2007 and in 2014, so she married and divorced and then married and divorced. They were married for a year each time. Rick Solomon, he is a, I had to look him up. He sounded familiar to me. Then I looked him up, then I remembered. He's a poker player. Oh, okay. He's a good looking guy. I mean, he must, must have it. Must, <laughs> he must hey, have it. He must. Um, in 2020, uh, she was married to John Peters and then annulled, right? soon after okay i think within days okay That's all I know. <laughs> uh, and then in 2020 to 2022 she was married to her bodyguard uh dan hayhurst okay so she's had some relationships yeah um she before tommy lee she was uh with brett michaels okay um like dating mm-hmm. uh, and i think that's one of the things that her friends would say like she's always getting in these relationships with these guys that aren't necessarily what's best for her mm-hmm. but you know she falls fast mm-hmm. um now let's talk about tommy lee okay okay tommy lee and i don't know if it's bass or bass 
Um, okay. I don't know how they pronounce their last name. But he was born um, October 3rd, 1962 in Athens, Greece. He'll be turning 60 in October. Wow. Happy birthday, Tommy Lee. And we are very impressed. We because are impressed. We've seen, we've seen, we've you seen are what it looks like right now. Looking damn good. They're looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, his father um, is David Lee Bass. Not David Lee Roth. No, not Darn David it. Lee Roth. Okay. Yeah. Um, who was a U.S. Army sergeant who was stationed in Greece. Hmm. Um, and so, I'm assuming that's where he met his mom, who is uh, Vasiliki um, Papadimotrion, or something like that. Um, <laughs> very, very Greek. <laughs> um, she was a, uh, in 1957, she was a Miss Greece beauty pageant contestant. Of so course I'm she assuming mm-hmm. very gorgeous. I'm sure. Um, so his net worth net worth now is seventy million. Jeez. Okay. So I, again, just keep that in mind. Okay. Um, he was four years old when he received his first set of drumsticks, mm-hmm. um, and then when he was in high school, he dropped out to pursue a music career. So obviously, they moved to America. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to high school and everything. Uh, in in the U.S., okay. um, he would play music on the Sunset Strip in the late '70s. His first band was called Sweet Nineteen. Um, he met Nikki Six, who's the bassist for um, Motley Crue, um, who also was in some other bands. Um, in '81, Tommy Lee dropped the bass part of it. He dropped the bass. He dropped the bass. Oh, <laughs> shoot. He dropped the bass. Um, which was his surname and just started going by uh, Tommy Lee. Okay. And they got together. They um, got a guitarist who is Mick Mars. And then Tommy Lee had a high school acquaintance, not super friend or anything like that, Vince Neil, who was, kind of, you know, a real looker. He was blonde. The rest of them were brunettes. And he was very... The girl, the ladies liked Vince. Yeah. Um, so they became um, what now we know as Motley Crue. Um, some of their albums, 81, Too Fast for Love, 83, which was where I was introduced with them. I was very young and introduced to them. So I would have been nine. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. I fell in love with them then um, with their uh, album Shout at the Devil. Um, 85 was Theater of Pain, 87, Girls, 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 89, Dr. Feelgood. And then a little bit later, 2004, they did um, release Red, Right, Red, White, and Crew. And then in 2008, Saints of L.A. So Molly Crew is one of those bands that I call the Brett Favre of music. Got it. Because they keep retiring. Yeah. Uh, I will throw in there also Kiss. They do that a lot. Yeah. So. Um, now, Lee stood out because he was handsome outgoing uh he was very lean he mm-hmm. was six two and a half really um he also stood out because he, of his drumming style he ended up having a revolving drum kit um that floated above the crowd while he was while he was drumming i do believe he also had a drum kit coaster at one point where nice. it would spin and stuff like that um he was known for mooning the crowd <laughs> um and then he and his bandmates were known for their decadent behavior both on and off the stage uh, lots of drugs lots of alcohol lots of destroying of hotel rooms i'm sure there's so many rumors that aren't true so in 2001 uh the biography about the band came mm-hmm. out called the dirt um it is a very good 
um, very entertaining. It talks a lot about, it's very fast paced. It talks how they um, became a band, their shenanigans, all these different kinds of things. Nikki Six, I think, died twice. Then Sneal got into a car accident and killed somebody because um, he was drunk. Yeah, uh, you know, the breakups of the band and then the getting back together of the band and just all those kinds of things. Wow. Very entertaining. In, I want to say 2019. Yes, 2019, Netflix came out with a um, a movie based on that book. Got it. It's also called The Dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee in it. Well, and it's that? really good, too. I okay. really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's, got a, it's got a good cast, and, and I enjoyed it. So um, let's see here. He's done some solo, pro- solo projects. Um, one of them was called Tommy Land, The Ride. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of... Um, fitting. <laughs> That's intriguing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been married four times. Okay. So he was first married um, to uh, Elaine Starchuk. Uh, I don't know a lot about her. Couldn't find a whole lot of, about her. In 86, he was married to someone very famous. Um, so do you know who that would have been? You know do what? You know yes, I do. Yes. Not his first. Not I his don't first, know. his first. Like, yeah, it was um, Cute Girl, Melrose Place. Uh, Heather Locklear. Yes, Heather yes. Locklear. Yes. Um, I remember that so I well. I do too. I remember their wedding, how she, I remember her dress. I remember what he looked like. It's just, it's just something that sticks in my head. Yep. Um, in 95, he was engaged to Bobby Brown. Oh, okay. Not this, not, no. Not Whitney's Bobby. No. Do you know who Bobby Brown is? Well, she's 11 on Stranger Things. Oh, now it's Millie Bobby. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe not her right, then. Right, right. No, he was not Is it Whitney Houston's daughter? It's not Willie, Whitney Houston's daughter. So Bobby Brown. You almost said Willie Houston. I did. <laughs> that's Whitney funny. Houston. You said Willie. Whitney Houston. No, definitely not related to the Browns and Houstons. Okay. Um, Bobby Brown uh, was a model um, and dancer. I don't know if she still is. I haven't looked her up in mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, but she, there is a video um, Warrant's video cherry pie. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's Bobby Brown. Okay. Got it. She's my cherry pie. That's yes. Bobby Brown. Um, she was, I believe when she made that, just a little side note, I think she was engaged to one of the Nelson brothers. Oh my goodness. The band Nelson. Yes, I do. Um, and then she did the Warrant video and uh, met Janie Lane, who was the singer for um, Warrant. He has since passed, but he, they fell in love. She married him. So she's oh. very Janie Lane. So she likes rock and roll guys herself. I'll say. But I have not looked her up in a while. Okay. Um, but she was he was engaged to her when he met Pamela. Oh. So he met Pamela. It was a New Year's Eve. They married four days later. Okay. Um, on a beach. She was in a white bikini. Maybe. You know, I'd look it up. It's, I've it seen. Like, it looked like fun. It did look like um, a good time. And <clears throat> so they were married. Um, they did have two sons together. Brandon okay. and Dylan. Um his love life he has been engaged to uh mate garcia and i think i'm saying her name right she okay. was married to prince oh okay okay she was in i think she was in the seven video so if you wanted to see gotcha. what she looked like super pretty um in 2008 he got back with pam okay and they split up uh 2014 he was engaged to a greek german seer singer uh sophia tufa hmm um, 2019, he married his current wife, Brittany Furlan, um, who's like a Instagram model influencer. Okay. And I think super pretty. Okay. Um, and super good sense of humor. Oh, because got when it. Got the it. picture on August <laughs> 11th was dropped, 
Um, some of the things that I read, she would respond to people's comments. Oh, that's funny. And it was hilarious. Like one guy said, one guy, or I don't know who it was, that said, um, I opened up Instagram, I shut it, I laid in my bed with my eyes closed contemplating my life. <laughs> and then she commented under something like, me every day. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's just like, you can have some Good fun with her. it. Good for her. Good for her. She's fine with it. Uh-huh. Um, now, they did, I think in 2010, he did get him and Pam did move back in together and they did try it again. So in 2008, back together, split. 2010, back together, lived together for a little bit with their kids. Then they split again. So, okay. but um, everything that I've read and every interview that I've read, they are co-parenters like none other. Good. They are. They confide in each other. They the, do everything they're together. The Demi Moore and Bruce Willis of they are music. I very love it. Good, very Thank good you. To look at it. That are way. those the only two kids either of them have? I believe so. Okay. I think that's the only two children that they have. Got it. Um, so, let's go back to 90, 1995. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. let me first say, there are so many rabbit holes you could go off on um, regarding Pam and Tommy. Their fights, you know, shenanigans that he would do, like when she was filming Barbed Wire, apparently he would make himself be on set and you know just that that kind of stuff now i'm back then she looked at it as cute and um he cares about me and you know and it just became kind of a normal thing um they did their relationship was tumultuous a little bit there was abuse involved um he did do some time um there's all kinds of things i don't know if you remember when um it was at their son's five-year-old birthday party and they have a pool, and there was a child that died during the party in the pool. So that was a big thing. Oh, my God. They were found to be not – it wasn't their fault. Sure, you know I mean? sure. But – It was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. But the, the, the point is yeah. there's been a lot of things throughout the time. But a lot of bad to, press. A lot of bad press. I don't want to focus on any of that. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, I want to focus on the tape and what it did to their lives. Okay. Together and individually. Perfect. <laughs> so – Let's go back to 1995. They met, married, and then made a honeymoon sex tape on a houseboat in Lake Mead. Okay. Okay. So they make this. They make this tape. They come home. They're like they're like brand new married. They're still like shoot. We don't even know a whole lot about each other. Right. And the fact that we just can't stand to be away from each other. Four so, days. They're like, right. what's your middle name? So they end up moving into his place that he was already renovating. So he decided. When I say renovating, I think adding on to because it was a mansion. Sure. There was a lot of renovations. Right. But he was he had all these plans of things that he wanted, you know, done in this house. And then when they got together, it became, let's make a sex sex room. Oh. You know, just he was very into that. They were into that, and you know, whatever. So they they apparently kept changing plans, or Tommy did at least, as mm-hmm. from what you know sources say okay. that. Um, he would change plans and then people would have to, you know, the people, the contractors would then have to switch up. And now at this point, they hadn't gotten paid yet. Oh. So they're putting, Hail. you know, right. So they're sending their money to, you know, it's life of a contractor type thing. Right. And it's like, well, I'm looking at this guy. He's definitely got the money. I want to make him happy, whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was falling out between mm. him and one of his contract things. He didn't pay them mm-hmm. for the work they'd already done. Um, you can't thought it do was that. okay not to do. You yeah. know what I mean? So he didn't pay them. Um, and then wouldn't let them get their stuff. Oh, hell no. Now, there is a documentary, Pam and Tommy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, do- it's not a documentary. It's a, a movie, a Hulu movie. Okay. Um, that kind of 
talks about this. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's very entertaining. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but um, a lot of it was elaborated. You know what? He a lot. He sounds like a dick. Right and in the movie, they portray, or in this show, they definitely portray him as a dick. Okay. Now I've read and heard people talking about him being like, you know, he was wild, he was crazy, but he wasn't as mean to people as this show portrays him to be. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 So um, there was one particular guy. His name was Rand um, Gautier. Okay. Now it's spelled G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R. Mm. Um, I worked with someone with that same last name, so I say Gautier. I don't know. It might be mm. Gautier. I don't know. Okay. But that's I'm saying it sounds to me I'm like just a kind. Call him Rand. Sounds to me like a kind of cheese. <clears throat> yes, it, but, does. it does. Okay. So I'm just gonna call him Rand. Okay. So he was a like a low budget porn star. Okay. Um, I don't even know if the porn industry would like consider him a star. Okay. Um, he was just a porn. He was a porn. Okay. <laughs> he was a porn actor. Got it. Uh, a porn extra, if you will. <laughs> um, and he was a carpenter as well. Because you've got to work with wood and no matter what you do, right? And you got to be funny. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, which he didn't have a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so he was working on Lee's house when he was fired for poor work, according to Lee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so he decided to get even and he sold a tape. Well, he sold a oh. safe. Apparently, the safe was the size of a refrigerator. Oh, my God. Um, he sold a safe. Thinking, well, I'll get back at him. Now, the safe had guns, money, jewelry. Oh, my God. All these different kinds of things in it. But then it also had a white bikini and a video. Oh, snap. I think it had, it didn't have the camera, and I think it was just the, the videotape. Okay. So, he at first is, is looking through all these other things. I'm going to get my money back from him. And then he finds this tape. He finds somebody that can play it for him. Bada boom, bada bing. Um... He realizes in this 54-minute tape, there is eight minutes of sex. I don't know if it's all at the same time or just little bits and pieces okay. um, of full nudity, uh, Pam and Tommy having sex. Okay. <clears throat> so he sees, he's actually with one of the, um, his name was Milton Ingley. He was a studio owner, okay. porn studio owner, producer, director, mm-hmm. friend type guy. And they watched it together for the first time, and they were like, holy crap, money signs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like... Like the little dollar sign emoji. Yeah. And so they thought, this is going to be easy. (laughs) We're going to take this, because we don't know what to do with it. So we're going to take this to all different kinds of producers and, um, you know, film companies. um, Some, like, really dingy, Mm -hmm. and some really you know, famous, like mm-hmm. some of the very famous, you know, porn, okay. um, you know, people, producers, yeah. producers mm-hmm. and whatnot. They all watched it. They all loved it. And once they found out there was not a release signed by the, you know, they mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do with it. Okay. They're like, get it out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. They ended up finding, um, someone that could loan them some money and they ended up, uh, being able to mass produce it. Oh my gosh. And then that's when they were like, we don't want to come it back on us because it's stolen. First yeah. of all, he's not supposed to have it. It wasn't given to him. Right. You know, um, so he needs to figure out how to mass produce this and get it out there. And that introduce them to the World Wide Web okay. and Internet and websites. So they create a site where they can sell. Unfortunately, for them, <laughs> uh, you know, they're making lots of money. I think I think I read that they were selling it for like one hundred and fifty, one hundred and seventy five dollars a a video. Wow. This is eight minutes of sex. 
Um, but also, it includes a lot of private. I mean, that's private, obviously, but also, you know, just a very personal yeah. video behind that, the scenes that was not supposed right. to to get out. Intimate, right? Very yeah. intimate. So once they did get this going, um, they it was just flying off of the virtual shelves. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Like people were buying these. Then people are buying them and re- making tapes, mm-hmm. right? And they're selling them for like 20 bucks, two for 50, you know? Yeah. Who, who knows what? They're making money, you know, hand over fist by this thing that wasn't even there. So there was, it just got blown up. Now, at this point, this was in um, October 95 is when Rand took this. Okay. And Rand will tell, I guess he's told stories how it was just him. He told stories of how he just came across mm. it. And he told stories about how he had somebody with him, and that's how they were able to steal this um, safe. you got to think, one person stealing a big safe like that. I, I have no I idea. Right. So, <clears throat> so he tells some different stories, whether he's trying to cover, make himself look bigger than he is, or try to cover up for somebody else. Who knows? Right. Um... So anyway, they, you know, people reproduced this tape, made money themselves. Pam and Tommy discovered okay. that the safe was even gone three months after the no safe was gone. No way. Yes. So at this point, the ball was already in motion. When, so they know that this tape is out there. They don't know if someone even can watch the tape. Got it. They're thinking people are going to see the other things. They're going to see the guns and the, you know, stuff like that. They're going to, they have them, what the heck with the tape? Throw it out. You know what I mean? Why would they even look at it? Right. Um, And that is what Tommy's kind of whole thing was. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pam's like, wait, how how can I not worry about this? Mm -hmm. This is, this is private stuff. What if someone sees it? Now at this point, they don't know that anybody, that they've actually viewed it. My goodness. So, you know, they, but they start trying to. Um, you know, they report the, the safe stolen, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a burglary. Right. So even high profile bur- burglaries, it's like, mm, it's not a person's missing. Yeah. We, you know, we're going to keep our eyes peeled or our, <laughs> our eyes peeled. Wait, right. Our eyes peeled. You're right. Ears open. Yeah. That's why I don't know why yeah. it sounded so weird, but we're going to use that ice. We're going to peel our ice. Peel our ice. Ice peeled. keep our eyes peeled <laughs> and be on the lookout for this. That wasn't mm-hmm. enough for Tommy. So he did get like, um, once they realized who it was that probably took it, yeah. based on uh, this makes, you know, when, once they found out, oh, so someone you know, someone actually, it's more than a beef between band members. This mm-hmm. is this is somebody who you didn't pay. Right. This is probably, this guy had access to your house. This is probably the guy that did it. Surprising he didn't have video cameras around his house. He, security. Thing. Now, according to the Hulu movie, yeah. he did. Oh. The person that put those up, banned. <laughs> Okay. He helped do that. So that's where they kind Genius. of... And it's, it was disabled during that... You I'm know, sure it was. Just perfect storm type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they hire a private investigator and this kind of stuff. So now at this point, Rand and Milton are like, shit. You know what I mean? We got to do something about this. You know, people are... It's the same thing as, you know, nobody wants their name attached mm-hmm. to it because this is this is big deal. They could, Got it. You know, someone's yeah. going to have me killed. Someone's going to sue me. I can't pay somebody back, even with the hundreds of thousands I've made off this tape and whatever. So, um, like I said, the ball was already rolling by the time that Pam and Tommy noticed that everything was gone. Um, but they 
really felt that they were going to be able to, or Tommy at least, felt that we're going to be able to get this tape back. We're just going to be able to get this one single tape back, and it'll all be better. Right. Or we'll be able to threaten the guy enough that he'll give us the tape. Right. Pam was more like, mm, no, I just, it's not that, we shouldn't be this calm about it, mm-hmm. you know, type thing. Um, so they had no idea. First of all, they, they were thinking hundreds of copies. Okay. No, this is thousands of mm. copies. And in the end, after it's all said and done, after owners of the tape, you know, change hands and, and whatever, um, 77 million. Oh, my God. Is what? That's how many copies there are? How many copies? No, how much money? Oh, 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 okay. How much money that's been made off of Oh, my gosh. This yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Rand, uh, his net worth never got above like 200 grand so it's just like well hope it was worth it right um poor rand poor rand <laughs> poor guy so you know the movie the hulu movie um shows pam on set at baywatch and she hears her voice on a coming from a another trailer okay when she walks through she sees all of these workers working on the set cameramen you know, prop people, whatever they might be, all these guys watching their oh, video. Oh, shit. So, now, I don't know if that's true, and right. I could not find <laughs> if that was true. Right. Um, could not find that anywhere. So You can uh, either confirm nor deny. I cannot confirm or okay. deny that that's how she found out that, holy crap, there's, it's out there. Yeah. Um, so, now... Uh, they spend a lot of time, not this time, her and uh, Tommy are trying to get pregnant. Um, you know, they wanted to have a family very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, she did have a miscarriage while she was working on um, barbed wire, and they think that it could have been something to do with the, the pregnancy itself, but it could have also been, it didn't help that she was under so much stress mm-hmm. because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other things like while she was doing barbed wire, you know, Baywatch is like, when are you coming back? Mm-hmm. You know, and and then there's these other things going, well, how much time do you, she's like, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? And then when she did get pregnant again, they were bugging her. Like, mm. how soon can you, and she's like, can I just have this baby? Right. And then, okay, after the baby, two weeks, we want you back on set, blah, blah, blah. So if you can imagine how Mm-mm. much, and then in, in the meantime, so many people have seen her in a very intimate setting, mm-hmm. you know, which was not meant for anybody to see. So I'm sure a lot of stress and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Penthouse gets a hold of it. Oh boy. Now, Penthouse would be known as the villain in her story because Playboy is the hero. Of course. You know what I mean? Yep. So she can count on you and everybody to do the right thing if they get a hold of it. But Penthouse, because it's like this is Playboy's golden child and I have this thing in my hands mm-hmm. um they had tried to soothe uh penthouse because penthouse ended up putting stills from the video in their magazine gotcha um they had which they're like you have no right to do that they tried to sue for like 10 million dollars but a judge threw it out really and said the images were from a tape that was now out there it's public it's not private anymore it's not okay. private property anymore um which is kind of crappy you yeah. know um, eventually, in October of 97, they signed away their rights to the video. Because they're like, okay, video's out there. What can we do? Maybe we can at least um, say, if it's going to be sold, we don't have control over it. Let's, let's give somebody the, the rights to, to sell it in a way that it's not just 
on a, a shelf that okay and i think that was one of their big things is they didn't want someone walking into like an adult bookstore and that knew them and seeing there's their sex tape right there mm. you know what i mean okay. so they decided to to sign those over to vivid entertainment's founder self seth warshawski um and then penthouse i've heard to say bob guccione who's like the head guy the of, penthouse is like, guy. is like the penthouse he is to penthouse as he was to playboy okay he um he offered them millions of dollars just give me the rights to this tape and they they wouldn't they were like no we're not gonna you know and they they say they've never made a dime off of this off of this tape um so like i said they sold it to south west south warshawski um because they thought like if it's being distributed online it would keep it out of stores but eventually he made physical copies and sold it in the stores so um so anderson and lee between 95 and 2002 they had had two sons divorced reunited and split again and eventually um they were awarded 74 no 740,000 each in a default judgment because the 98 judgment of hey too bad it's out there that was overturned mm -hmm. um so they did end up winning a judgment who had to pay the money um i'm assuming penthouse oh okay because it was that's who they were trying to sue to begin with but now i understand again not a hundred percent hundred percent so it wasn't rand it wasn't rand okay it no, was no, no, okay no. that makes sense well i think they rand did get sued and he owed them money but they never saw that right because you know he didn't have any money but right. um because he's a porn carpenter right right now the thing about the difference of, of, of what this sex tape did to Pam versus what it did to Tommy. Okay. Um, they would be sitting and watching late night mm -hmm. and Jay Leno would be on there and one night he'd be like high-fiving Tommy Lee for this and then Pam is just the butt of jokes. You know, Got she's it. a punchline at this point. Right. Um, no one will take her seriously. Like, her career, and she was a very passionate uh, actress. Mm -hmm. Like, even in Baywatch, that was, that was acting to her, and that was all serious acting. You know, people would say to her, when are you going to get, like, a real serious role? She goes, I am a serious actor. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm doing. I'm putting everything I have into this. Um, she liked those, you know, dramatic movies and, you know, very theatrical movies and and wanted to be like the actresses in there and get the accolades that they would get and gotcha she looked up to people like barbarella and jane fonda who um were able to use their uh sex um not their sex but able to use their feminine powers and still like be uh good actresses Got you it. know so she it pretty much i don't want to say it didn't ruin her career but it did kind of pigeonhole her into something just yeah. because of the the fact that she being the butt, butt of jokes yeah um you know she would be on and you can watch it's it's sad actually you know she's on jay leno and jay leno is joking and she's like it's not funny wow and he's like what do you mean it's not funny and 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 people would say to her but why is this any different than proposing in Playboy? Because it's you know different. What I mean? Because it's different. Mm -hmm. And people, when people say, "So when you made the sex tape," she says, "We didn't make a sex tape." Right. 
we made a recording of two people very much in love that was stolen from us. Mm -hmm. That's the tragedy here. Someone stole this for us from us to, you know, get back at us or or whatever and then made money off of it. She's like, we've never made a dime. Um, Now, Tommy, on the other hand, he'd be out and people would, you know, high-fiving and and the thing, it kind of brings me back to the whole, um, from the other day when we were talking about MILFs and and Cougars and and whatnot, Mm -hmm. that ball player, whoever it was, Mm -hmm. yeah, who was like getting all high fives because he had been with his mom's best friend or something like that. And it's just like, which fine, do what you want to do. But, you know, women are not perceived that way. It's such a double standard. It's such a double standard. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, um, let me see here. So basically this this tape um, helped derail her rise to stardom and the ability to be taken more seriously when looking for work. Um, that big movie break in barbed wire was overshowered by becoming a punchline and no one would take her serious. Mm. So, um, so one of the things that she did was submerge herself into political activism. So like PETA, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, another one called PAVE, which I had never heard of before. Have you heard of PAVE? No. So PAVE, um, was started in 2001 and then I'm not sure what year she joined, forces with them but it prom- it's, it stands for promoting awareness and victim empowerment oh um but it's based a lot on like um uber and lyft and um how the drivers themselves are treated oh um but then also how they're vetted and screened because been hundreds of s- sexual assaults that have taken place with like females that have are taking rides alone and then there's a male hmm. um and maybe it could be male to male. Or female. Sure. You know, I'm not sure, but um, that are that are assaulted by these uh, these drivers, and then the um, the Lyft. I'm not. I don't want to call Uber, Lyft, any right. taxi company or anything like that out. But um, what Pave does is it helps teach them how to be more sensitive when things like this come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, which I think is is good. Hmm. Uh, PETA is people for the ethical treatment of animals. Um, and she is the most famous face of PETA. Um, Tommy Lee is even um, very involved in PETA. Um, they have worked together with, um, you know, against SeaWorld mm. and um, the mistreatment of the orcas and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. At some point, she lived in South France. I don't know if she still lives there, but she talked to the mayor of South France about can we stop the circus from coming to town because this is how circus animals are treated. Okay. Can we do different kinds of things and stuff like that? So she is big on that. She's met with Putin. She's met with um, Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks Mm -hmm. guy, uh, because she feels like um, the things that she believes in, um, you know, she wants to make the best platform that she can to Mm -hmm. speak out against those things. Now she does, people do, um, say that she victim blames um, and I don't really like that part of it uh, 
when somebody's had a traumatic experience, like a sexual assault type thing, they're going to process it differently. Right. <clears throat> so she had her sexual assaults that happened when she was very, very, very young. Mm -hmm. So as she got older, she just wouldn't let that happen. So right. when she met Harvey Weinstein and Harvey Weinstein acted kind of way to her, she slammed a door in his face kind of thing mm -hmm. where other people didn't. So she said like, she's been known to say, well, when you open a hotel room door and there's a guy standing there in a robe, why wouldn't you just walk away? Okay. So I got you. it's easy to say, Pamela. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's easy to say. Right. So, so she has been criticized because of her stance. and She's for the Me Too movement, but she wants people to start doing something about it now instead of waiting years and years and years. Gotcha. Um, and doing something about it. So that's, what, that's where it was where people were like, don't victim blame. So... I told you what they're worth now. Like yes. her estimated net worth is uh, twenty million. His is seventy million. Yes. Back in '95 when they met, mm -hmm. he was worth twenty million, and she was making six point six million a year on Baywatch. Wow. So that's all I could find out about her net worth back then. So she was definitely on the road to make a whole lot more money. Right. Than what she's making right now. Yep. Um, and it's not all about money or anything like that, but mm -hmm. it goes to show what when uh, a, a male is in a sex scandal versus a female. Right. Um, this kind of goes to show that. So um, one thing, a couple of things, actually, she's never seen the tape. Oh. I don't know that she that she ever watched it before they put it in the safe. You know, okay. They made the tape. Um, she's not, she's not watched the documentary, not the documentary, the, the Hulu movie. She okay. won't watch it because okay. it brings up all this, you know, she's been victimized she's again, been victimized. Yeah. And, and, right. it, and it pokes fun, you know? Yeah. Um, now this does not make Tommy Lee look like a good guy either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it makes him look, you know, pretty crappy. The, the show does. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but he's all for it. He he loved the casting of Sebastian Stan, who was who played him. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's Lily James who played her, uh, and you know he was all for it. Was excited to see it and stuff like that. So you see how they oh yeah, you know definitely both feel differently about about the the movie itself. Um, the, the the I guess it's a series. It's not a movie. Have you seen it? Seen what? Pam and Tommy on Hulu. No. Please do. Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. I mean, there's there's parts of it that are really funny. Yeah. Um, I will say, going back to Tommy Lee's penis, <laughs> I can't find anywhere where it says exactly how big it is. <laughs> okay. Um, everybody says, I mean, from what I see, nine by six is what I keep. Nine by nine six. Nine by six is what I keep reading. Um, so. What this, does nine by six mean? Well nine inches long okay and then six inches in diameter what right now we've seen the picture to me at, at nine i get the six not uh, so much I get exactly like four, maybe 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 um you know tommy if you'd like to um come on over right uh, I have a ruler. History, we do have a ruler. we can we can solve this right now correct we can, all, all i keep saying is he's got a hog that's there you it. go. Um, we, can, things, we can measure your hog. Huh? We can measure, we can your, measure hog. your hog. 
Um, again, I can only make light of this because he makes light of it. Right. You know. Right. Just looking out for each other. Um, so again, she has no uh, no desire to see the movie. She has the shows. She has no desire to watch the yeah. tape. And when people call it a sex tape, she's like, "It's not a sex tape." Yeah. So, um, so that's what I got on that. Um, you know, it's a it's a historical event. I mean, it's it's something I hadn't thought of in a very long time until the Pam and Tommy um, show came out. Yeah. Now there's other the other things out there. I mean, I did um, look at I think it was episode ten, season one of The Rich and Shameless, and it's the Pam and Tommy oh. story. So it's more of a like a news. You know, like not TMZ, but just kind of like this is what happened. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, some things that I saw in sixty minutes, lots of interviews, interviews with Howard Stern, with the both of them. But again, even then, anytime Pam's interviewed, she as as she's as lighthearted as she can be about mm-hmm. it, but she doesn't find it funny. Oh, you know. Yeah. So, um, and then all Tony Lee gets is you got a hog, how big's your hog, and how many women, all this different kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. and he can joke about it and whatever, too, but, um, so that's what I have on the very first sex scandal. How about that? That's, that broke the internet before the internet knew how to be broken. Right. <laughs> then no one knew how viral. to fix it. Right. So, uh, <laughs> to end this, uh, segment. Okay. I want to do a little quiz with you. All right. Other celebrity sex tapes. I thought you were going to quiz me on what you just said. Yes. How (laughs) big? Six by nine. Yes. (laughs) Never forget. Six by nine. Never forget that. Um, So, sex tapes. Okay. So, I've got some famous people, whether they're actresses, musicians, whoever, political Mm -hmm. figures, whatever it might be. Okay. Um, Sex tapes. Mm Mm-hmm. And you gotta say, yes, they made a sex tape. And whether they made it, again, sex tape is, is loosely. Gotcha. You know, a yeah. sex tape came out. Exists. Now. Okay. I've got fake ones. Okay. And I've got real ones. All right. Now, me saying that, some of the fake people, they might have sex tapes out there that I just don't know about. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I don't know. This so. is what you've but confirmed. But these are things that, that we know about that are, that are they're famous. Okay. So, let's start with Kim Kardashian. I think she does have one she out does, there. She does, yes, with Ray J. Um, Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder. Uh, no. No, they don't. You're no. Right. Um, how about Axl Rose? Does he have a sex tape out there? No. He, As far as I know, he doesn't. But did I tell you tell me about what? this? Okay, oh. I, I feel like I've told you about this yes, before. Yes, you did. That he, that he does have a recording of himself having sex yes. with Slash's girlfriend at the time, apparently. Um, and he put her in the in the song Rocket Queen, her moaning is yes. in there. Um, okay, another actor, actress, Paris Hilton. Probably, yeah. And you know who, who, who it's with? Um, how about Machine Gun Kelly? No. Um, Rick Salomon. Oh, no. Who was married to Pam Anderson. Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh, Keith Urban. No. You're right. <laughs> Tanya Harding. Uh, actually, I'm going with yes. Yes. Uh huh. And Jeff Gilgooly. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, 
uh, Taylor Armstrong from The Real Housewives? Uh, yes. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> not that I know of. Um, Pam Anderson again. Yes. We already know she has a sex tape. No, again. Again. Um, I hope she's not, wasn't crazy enough to do that twice. Yes. But you're saying yes, so there probably is another There probably is another one out there. It was actually a tape that was made before. Oh, no. With Brett Michaels. Really? Um, But then after that came out, I guess it was leaked in 98. When I say leaked, I say that with finger quotes because I don't know if Michaels did it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But she does have two sex tapes out. Okay. Uh, Eric Dane. I don't know who that okay, is. Okay, you watched uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. He is McSteamy. The plastic surgeon. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to go yes. Yes. With Rebecca Gayhart, the actress. Yeah, you know who she is. You'll have to look her up. <laughs> You've seen her in stuff before. Okay. Um, but not in the sex tape. I haven't seen No, no. I have not either. Uh-huh. Uh, Bruno Mars. No. Correct. Hmm. Gene Simmons. Oh, my God. <laughs> the workout guy? No, that's Richard Simmons. <laughs> you have to know who Gene Simmons is. I do, I do, but I always get those two mixed up. And oh, I pictured Richard hilarious. Simmons. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I Gene Sim- hope he has one. <laughs> Gene Simmons, I'm going to guess. Yes, he does. With Elsa, I'm not sure who Elsa is. She's from Frozen. Why? Well, I, I, I read well Elsa, and I'm just like. Mm. I wish it would have been Elsa and Richard Simmons. That would have been that something. Been great. That would be an interesting <laughs> for Olaf and Richard Simmons. Yeah, no, sure. Know. Or Sven. Sven, yes. Yeah, whatever. Hulk Hogan. Yes. He does have a sex date. I think I knew that one. Yes, I didn't until I looked this up. Uh, Natasha Bedingfield. No. You're right. Ah, I'm so good at this. Colin Farrell. Oh, probably. He probably has one that he wishes would go viral, but probably hasn't. So I'm going to go, no. He does have Oh. One. Yeah, I don't know how viral it is. He's probably so proud of it. He probably is. He probably is. Uh, Black China. Mm, no. She does. Really? With the rapper named Mechi or Meshi. Oh, okay. I don't remember who that is. Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Correct. As far as we know. Right, right. Uh, Vince Neal. Uh, yes. Yes, he does. Yes. And his sex tape has Brandy Ledford, who's a, um, (sighs) dang it. I'm drawing blank. Aerobics instructor. No. Porn star. Uh, Influencer. She is. President. (laughs) Shoe salesman. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She's, no, it's so obvious and I just can't penthouse up. Model. up. Okay. Yes, I don't know why I was having a hard time coming up with that. But also <laughs> in, included in this video as well is Janine Linda Mulder. Okay. Who is a porn star. One of my favorites. Okay. I like her. Um, little side note, look her up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then how about Cameron Diaz? Oh, no. You're correct. Yay. How about Eve, the rapper? Um, no. She does with Stevie J. I don't know who that is. Assuming another um, rapper, singer, maybe? Potentially. How about Ashley Olsen? Ooh. uh, uh, Oh, I hope not. She's Skeletor, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go yes. No, she doesn't. Okay. Um, Good on you. I'm kind of surprised someone hasn't tried to make one up of them. Yeah. Together, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Right. Um, How about Fred Durst? Oh, my God. I'm sure yes. He does. And apparently... 
no one has anything good to it doesn't even say who's in it with him i don't know if there's somebody in with him or whatever but i've always been a fan of red fred durst i would totally watch a fred durst sex tape but he gets um picked on about it i guess because he's probably by himself maybe I it's air sex think maybe air sex mm-hmm. maybe air sex um yeah so that's all i got on that so what do you think I think that it is a, there's a vast difference between purposely making a porno mm-hmm. and recording yourself having sex, two very different things. Yeah. And so, yeah, that would be really embarrassing to have that tape leaked. Mm-hmm. Well, if you got to think about... This and and from that time, yes, Motley Crue was a very big band. Mm-hmm. Everybody in America pretty much knew of Motley Crue. Sure, right? They've sure. been out for like twelve years or right. something. They've made albums and all this kind of stuff. Right. But everyone in the world knew who Pam Anderson was. Right. Baywatch was the most popular show in every in like under fifty countries or something like that. So everyone, just like David Hasselhoff, he's huge right. in Asia. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yes. just like people, everyone knew who Pam Anderson was. When it came out that there was a tape with Pam Anderson having sex, people would say, "Who with who? Tommy Lee. Who's Tommy Lee? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So it just, um, so people coming up to Tommy Lee would be just like, not only do we see your enormous schlong, um, you're with Pam Anderson. Do you right. know what I mean? And right. then other people, it's just like, it, at that point, it didn't care who she was even with. It was right. the fact that, and the fact that people dismiss it. Um, just like, well, shouldn't you be used to this? What, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Right. What, you know, right. What well, do you, you made the tape. What's any different? You yeah, know what I mean? you made the you, tape. You, Maybe you shouldn't have made a you, tape. You've made a, a career off of your body. Right. You know what I mean? In a, in a sense. So. Yeah. And it just shouldn't. It still needs yeah. to be consensual. Exactly. I was going to say, it's yeah. no different than giving consent and not. I mean, yeah. you can give consent to a different guy every day if you want to, but that one guy that you say no to doesn't have the right to do it. Right. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Poor Pam. Poor Pam. Poor Tommy. Poor Tommy. So I do want to mention, we talked about um, how Sam had written in and given us a suggestion. Yes. About um, milfs and cougars and whatnot. Um, we did get another submission by someone named Richie. Okay. Sounded cute. Okay. Um, his submission was about the book, the children's book. Well, the book in general, um, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Got it. Now, I will tell you. Okay, Richie's my husband, and so <laughs> I was talking about how I would be reading it in a reading it to a class, and. The back cover had a photo of Shel Silverstein on. Have you ever seen Shel yes. Silverstein? Yes. Does not look like a children's book no. author. He looks like he should be writing Stephen King type books. Yes. Right? So th- that's kind of how it all started. And then we were talking about the book, and he looked through the book, and he was like, "It seems like the the book is a female, and it does it have something to do with sex at all?" Mm-hmm. Um, and could you guys look into that? You mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, uh, this book, is there some kind of sexual undertone? There's something about the book that kind of struck a nerve with him. Okay. Um, now, so I looked it up. Okay. And um, what I found was there's nothing that I could find 
about the 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 actual book, the, the Giving Tree, being at all about sex. Okay. Now there are. Some, do you remember the Giving Tree? Absolutely. Okay. So there are people that look at the Giving Tree in a very, very, very positive light. Mm-hmm. The tree has everything you need, mm-hmm. and just. You don't have to want for anything. Because it's about the little boy in the tree. Yes, so at first, like as he's growing up, like it, so it, it he climbs it he for climbs fun. He climbs it for fun. He yes. sits under it for shade. Yes. He, like. As he gets older. Kisses his girlfriend there and carves their names in yes. the tree. And he. And then when he gets older and it gets chopped down. Right. Well, he also needs money. So oh. the tree tells it, take my apples and sell my apples. Oh, I didn't so know that. I forgot him, about that part. Okay. And then. It, it also, get, you know, it, pr- it provided a lot for him. Yep. And then he needed a house, so cut my branches off okay. so you can build your house. I need a canoe. Well, cut me down and you can use my trunk as a canoe. You know, Got make it. a boat out of it, those types of things. And at the end of the movie, he's an old man mm-hmm. and all that's left of the tree is a stump. So some people say it's religious. It's and like, it gives him a place to sit. It gives him a place okay. to sit because okay. it's his aching bones. He yep. has a place to sit. Yep. So that's always the way that I looked at it, yeah. too. It's just it's like, you know, I never looked at it as a negative type thing. I still don't. But um, some people say, some people equate the tree to, like, Jesus. Okay. You know, kind of like when, you know, the, the footprints poem. You know, mm-hmm. when you see one set of footprints, that's when I carried you. Kind of like that. This is what the tree did. The tree provided everything you needed. All you had to do was look in your backyard. It's right there whatever okay i don't buy that part Mm. of it much i but i do look at it as a kind of thing where you know kind of like the circle of life and this guy had this relationship with this tree whatever but there are a lot of people out there that equate it to like an abusive relationship okay so this guy's even as a child is not giving anything back to the tree correct taking everything from the tree correct and and how it could equate to abuse in some way shape or form so um I did want to touch on that, that mm-hmm. we could have taken a dive into to that kind of thing, and then maybe that will open it up to me looking at other kinds of books and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, another, um, for another day, mm-hmm. but I did want to address that I looked into it, okay. and even though it doesn't really fit this podcast, um, it's very interesting. It's it is very interesting. interesting. things about it. And I'm sure that there are many people with many different theories and they've probably had a whole blog about it, and they probably back up their theory one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it is about the abuse of a female, whether it's about, because uh, I could see somebody saying that the tree is a mom, you know, the uh-huh. boy is a son, mm-hmm. and he just sucks the life right out of her. Right. Just right, uses right. her up until she's mm-hmm. gone. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that there's many theories out there. Yeah. But I, 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 so I couldn't, I wouldn't. I agree that I couldn't see anything sexual. Yeah, no. Relationship, maybe. Yeah, but not... Male-female, maybe, but not... Because the tree is fruit-bearing, so you figure that, you know, it's a female. But, yeah, it's just... uh, It was interesting. I just felt like I wanted to touch on it. We'll move on. Richie, go ahead and submit something else if you like. (laughs) Now, he he had said to me that the way he looks at the book is... He looks at it positive, but then also you need to... If you're given all these blessings, you need to give those blessings out as well. Even if you pay it forward in another way. Pay it forward in another way. Yep. I'm all about paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. We covered so much today. We got a lot of stuff. We did. Got to watch Pam and Tommy now. Yes. Watch Pam and Tommy. I will. I think you'll be entertained. There is a scene where Sebastian Stan 
uh, standing mm-hmm. in front of a mirror mm-hmm. after him and Pam have been together. Um, and his penis is talking to him. Okay. Now, he is on ecstasy. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> um, and his penis is talking to him, and it's talking to him in the movie, and it's, it's, it's or the show, it's funny. Um, you know what? It would have been really great if, like, Tommy Lee played the voice of the penis. That would have been great. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was not. Um, but then also <laughs> I did read, because that, when you're looking to find out the size of Tommy Lee's penis, then it says, well, was the penis in the mo- the show? Because it does show, he, he does get undressed and it does show his penis. Okay. Looks very much like really the, the photo that okay. Tommy Lee showed. Uh-huh. But people were wanting to know, was that S- Sebastian Stan's penis? It was not. Oh, okay. So, um... It doesn't elaborate. It just says it was not. Or anything I okay. Know that it was not. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with the show, okay, is the fact that Tommy Lee is six two and a half inches. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan was just a tiny bit taller than the actress that played Pamela. Oh. So that, for whatever reason, I mean, everything else, I, I like... You're like, I this is so unbelievable. Time. Right. <laughs> like, Machine Gun Kelly is very tall. And mm-hmm. so that, you know... Yeah. So I was just like, I was okay until they were standing right next to each other. I'm like, but does it look like Damon Tommy? But I'll what? let it slide. You did great. Hollywood. That was a lot of research. No wonder you didn't get any work done this week. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.